Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me today is my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. It's been a busy week in Faye. Yes, it's been a busy week, and uh, we are going to talk about all that fun stuff that we foresaw coming a mile away with Book 5. But before we do, I wanted to touch on probably a special that you all listen to, hopefully. We had a lot of fun putting it together. But as part of Extra Life, we recorded a State of Fae 2020. I added 2020 to the end of it because I feel like it could be fun to do a couple more of them down the road. Uh, we joined forces with uh, Two Lords Without Swords to do this special, all in support of Extra Life. I hope you enjoyed that special. We talked a lot about the game and the franchise. Um, Eddie, what did you think about that discussion? And did, did you feel like we, I think we're still fairly positive about the game. Like we're still up, up on it, right? Like we're not like, we didn't, we didn't spend an hour and a half poo-pooing it, right? We still play it. We still do a podcast about it, but it was, I think it was a good discussion. I thought it was too. I mean, there might be some modes of it that I don't, I either barely touch or don't touch at all, but I do still like the game and the characters and enjoy it. Mm -hmm. yeah no it's a obviously we have a lot of fun and obviously we look forward to these big updates that come our way around this time of year but uh before we jump into that i did want to give everybody a heads up that uh we are doing uh our next game club which is three houses uh sponsored by extra life and the donors that donate at bit.ly slash extra life ryan currently verdant wind is in the lead with eight votes and crimson flower is shortly behind with five votes uh, if you donate $10 or more, you get one vote. So one vote equals 10 bucks, and it all goes to charity. So if you want to you want to secure Verdant Wind's lead or you want to bring Crimson Flower up, it's up to you. You have until the end of December to donate, so we're getting to the end. Uh, but we'll have more details at the end of the show, and we hope you folks enjoy our Three Houses Game Club when we start in 2021. Uh, speaking of Book 5, though, and new content... Pull, uh, let's talk about, I don't know why I read that. I need to remove that. Um, we've got banners. We've got banners running right now. Weekly Revival Banner 19. Uh, double Special Heroes running for just one more day, uh, ending on the 9th of December. Heroes with Infantry Pulse running until the 11th. And Book 5 begins, Reagan and more, until good old Christmas Eve, December 24th. Eddie, how is your live summoning going? Because I know you had a busy weekend and you're just you're just trying to poke away at the at the new banner now as we record in the background. Anything yet? Uh, before we get to the live summoning, I did actually do some summoning last week on the mythic banner. Uh, I kind of indicated um, that I did get both of the new mythic heroes. Uh, looking through, it looks like I also got a spare legendary Azura. And somewhere along the way on the double special heroes, I did get a mythic, a uh, new Ingrid or another Ingrid. Um, double checking if there's anything here else here that was from that. Um, I got a Carla somewhere. I think it was off of the revival banner that she was on recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I've uh, been a crazy day today, uh, and. Um, had just now getting to summoning so far i've managed to get a uh four star um natasha uh pity break chris and a five star natasha when i finished out that ring nice so 
It's good yeah. stuff. Uh, for me, I have not touched the the new banner outside of um, just my first free summon. Uh, obviously, Eddie and I both have uh, Regan from uh, just playing the game, uh, starting book five, and uh, I think I think I still have my Noel. I know you you uh, manualed <laughs> your Noel, right? I did not manual. I haven't collected them from the um, quest board. Yet. Ah, false alarm then. Okay, good. Good, good. Um, I was looking for him to make sure I didn't manual him and realize, oh, yeah, he's probably sitting in the quest board because I haven't collected that. Good stuff. Uh, for me, though, I, I've, been, I've been holding on to the double special heroes banner for the last, I think, week, and I put a, a, enough into it to get to, like, I think, 9%. Uh, summoning rate for five stars and i figured okay i'll take it take it through and i actually i did get a selena uh swimsuit selena but not the new normal selena so this is one mm-hmm. of those instances where we have um selena joining the game as her uh normal unit not a special unit uh so i've i've, I've got her in my collection but not the not the new and shiny the the old month old one i guess it's a couple it was this year right i'm pretty sure selena was this year feels like it was yeah yeah selena was this year and she managed to drag herself out of the um seasonal only pool and join the regular pools exactly. this week it's a tough thing to do but sometimes you just uh you just get out of that pit uh so that's really good um we're gonna we're gonna jump into book five because there's a lot to talk about but before we do eddie uh give us the huge gigantic breakdown of what events are coming up in the near future okay get ready there's quite a lot that we know about coming <laughs> we know calyx grin here battle is coming tomorrow good and waiting at least it. a day for it <laughs> yep uh yes that is correct we have we are at the end of the published calendar but uh, knowing is they always hold one nugget uh from our shows even even though we delayed a couple days to talk about book five the new calendar should arrive in just a few days so uh, we'll have plenty to talk about uh in terms of upcoming events down the road uh but we do have new content to talk about not knowing is uh the new calendar should be arriving in about an hour and a half yes well you know it is what it is we have accepted our plight as a content creator for a live service game that people go through this all the time and i think we're we're battled veterans now man we know we know what's up we know what's up in doing this type of show um speaking of which let's talk about book five we have new content new story new characters new locations and we're going to talk about all that but we're going to start things off with the new banner that has come alongside the book five launch um, these characters are all hailing from Sacred Stones, except for one, which is the new mythic, Regan. Um, these are uh, Regan and the and the Grado generals, but I mean, you know, Is 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 more likely to say Regan and the others, which I feel is kind of a slight um, in terms of naming your banners. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what they called it. It's Book five begins. Reagan and more. Yeah. So not the others, but more. And more, I think. I feel like and more is. I don't know. Would you rather be part of and more or and others? I feel like and more is worse. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. It's but, almost a tie. I mean, yeah, the Grado invasion has begun. Yes, it has, and uh, we're going to start off with uh, actually the mention of Selena. Selena flower flowers flower. Sp- 
bar flowers bar i'm gonna say flowers bar i should i i watched i watched the fade channel the first time in probably a while because i was so excited for for the book five stuff and I, I i felt like okay i'm watching this i'm gonna be able to pronounce everything the problem was i watched it a day ago and i've forgotten pretty much all the pronunciation so this is going to be fun for everyone over the next year but selena is a pretty easy one except for her for her alt title selena came from humble origins she grew up in an impoverished village where hunger was a constant threat until Emperor Vigard personally intervened to lift them out of their plight. It was this act that prompted Selina to join the army, seeking to repay the Emperor's kindness. She rose up through the ranks of the Grado Empire's army to become one of its six generals. Selina is a Blue Tome cavalry unit that wields Tome of Storms, which grants speed plus three, and at start of combat, if foe's HP is greater than or equal to 75%, grants attack slash speed plus five to unit during combat and neutralizes effects that guarantee foe's follow-up attacks and effects that prevent units' follow-up attacks during combat. She has a new skill in the B slot called attack slash resistance ruse three. For rally, assist skill is used by unit or target units, inflicts attack slash, de- attack slash resistance, Minus five and guard on foes in cardinal directions of unit and target through their next actions. Rounding out her kit is rally attack slash resistance plus as an assist. Life and death four in the A slot. So that is Selena. Uh, you know, again, we talked about her being a, a uh, an alt only, digging her way out of that bucket and into the, hey, you've got a real unit now. You did it. Yep. Charlotte's not happy about it, but it is what it is. I mean, but Charlotte always looks happy, but kind of like a maniacal happy. So I don't know, but uh, it's kind of weird. I, I feel like when they added Selena to the game, it was like it was bound to happen. She fits in with another group of characters, and that you've got the Grado Generals, so it makes total sense to add her. It'd be weird to leave her out in this round, right? So it's good that they added her. Um, You've got a cavalry unit. It's weird. Like, I should be able to tell you what the summer Selena is because I just summoned her, but uh, I don't know if she's cavalry as well, to be honest. She may be cavalry, but I can't remember either. I could probably look it up pretty quick, but uh, I'll work on that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. I don't know whether she's like a particularly strong unit. Oh, yeah, she was cavalry. So there's that. I guess that's her jam. Yeah. Um, I don't know if she's a particularly strong unit, but I, I'm I mean, judging by what you're getting on this banner, you've already got a Regan um and uh, Natasha being a healer and a four star. I mean, between Selena and Drusel, like depending on what you're looking for, if you want another cavalry um tome unit or if you want another cavalry lance unit, there's lots of those. I don't know. Like what are your what are your thoughts on Selena making it into the game? Again, um... I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad that she got a normal version. Uh, kind of annoyed that she's blue. Um, but yeah, they doubled up on the banner again. This is yeah, like twice in a row, hasn't it? Once again, back to doubling up on colors in the banners, which is what it is, but kind of annoying. It stopped for quite a while. It would be nice if they kept doing that overall. Also, I'm not sure if we really need blue tome units although we might be just as stocked on green tome cavalry units so yeah well if you're a fan of selena then you've got your 
you've got your normal character. There is a chance, Charlotte fans. There is a chance. You just gotta just don't hold your breath. Don't definitely don't. It's then unhealthy. again, if you've been holding your breath about it since you know the first version of Charlotte came out, you're probably um, having a very bad time of it, to put it politely. Or you've broken a new record. You gotta think positive, Eddie. You gotta think positive. They can still break the record while having a bad time. That's true. That's true. All right. What about, uh, I, we, I mentioned, so, I threw Natasha under the bus. Let's talk about her. Uh, Natasha, sacred healer, is a healer from Breda who was saved by Erica while being hunted down for finding out secrets about what was going on inside that country. Uh, she joins Heroes as a colorless staff infantry unit. She wields Absorb Plus as her attack skill which heals her for half of the damage she deals and automatically restores 7 HP to allies within two spaces of her, and Martyr Plus as her healing skill, which heals the amount of damage she has received, plus 50% of her attack stat, minimum of 7 healing done, uh, and heals her for half of the damage she, has uh, she, has she currently has on her. Uh, she is the four-star unit on the banner, so um, because of that, she does have no new skills. Uh, it, but she does come with Heavenly Light, HP Res, and Close Guard, with the Tier 3 version of HP Res being fully unlocked at four stars. So. Nice. Sorry, I, I think that um, I, my question comes to mind is, like, unless you have a favorite character that also happens to be summonable as a as a healer like are are healers like kind of anyone's jam like are they honestly seeking out a healer to add to their team i feel like once a year a healer comes by that's like okay this is the healer you want to add you want to jump to the top of your queue i don't think she's it right like she is a four-star I mean, unit but i haven't looked at her stats right i have i'm not the type to do the deep digging of the numbers uh, the combination of her skills sounds like she'd be very tough to kill unless you manage to essentially one-shot her. Um, but, I mean, unless you are specifically in doing tasks that require healing in the middle, yeah, not many people are looking for more healers, which we've kind of seen in the fact that there do tend to be, I mean, other than recently, there do tend to be very few healers coming out and really there's been little to no growth in healers if that makes sense mm -hmm. you know I there's not as many fancy new healing staves and most of the time the healers are the four-star units mm -hmm. I, I think like she uh she she looks her art looks really great like same i think the art across this banner is really cool and and great looking like she she has that sacred stones feel to her as opposed yeah. to some of the other sacred stones characters that have come out more recently in some of the special versions and stuff but um yeah i just a healer doesn't i mean i know we're not stats driven on this show and we're more character driven but um I think as a four star, it wouldn't. I wouldn't mind having her in the sort of hero collection. But at the end of the day, it's yeah. like, do I need? I, I don't. Even, I couldn't even tell you. Like, am I even using a healer strategically? Right. I I don't know. I think I'm just summoning on uh, on healers if they're a character that I that I have an affiliation with, like a like a like a connection. Right. Which is fine. That's you know, 
how you do it. That's how I do it. Uh, speaking of a lack of connection with the next hero, uh, Sacred Stones is weird. We played through Sacred Stones. I, I know all these characters, but I don't think don't think many of them kind of like stuck around in my Fire Emblem brain, if that makes sense. Uh, okay, which is kind of weird because half of these were ones that you had that I didn't. I know, but... It's not more. I mean, I think I only dealt with Kalik and like passing interactions with Selena and Diesel, or but... Selena was uh, interesting. You actually dealt with their fates in your game, in your in the Ephraim route. That's a really good point. I mean, uh, Selena was interesting from a from a Sacred Stone standpoint. I mean, she was definitely this conflicted character that would not back away from supporting the Emperor, even though she knew she was doing wrong. Uh, she had a lot of connections with Murr, which was again like Murr was a character that I knew nothing of, but she kept showing up in Fire Emblem Heroes for me through summoning and through just playing the game and finally playing sacred stones. I really got that. I really understood who that character was like, you know, she is going to sound bad, but she's kind of the tiki of the game. (laughs) You know, she kind of shows up near the end or I guess in sacred stones, she's kind of throughout, but she doesn't get to be used until like near the end of, of that playthrough. But Natasha Mm -hmm. is the healer you, you bring along. I, I think you get, a wrist type yeah. healer pretty quick and then you you dump them for natasha uh I, if i'm remembering that correctly i feel like there's another healer you get in sacred stones that you quickly put on the bench i can't remember mm-hmm. was it Mulder? is that wrong or is that also i think Mulder was a healer and yeah i can't remember if i put him on the bench or kept him around and put natasha on the bench but yeah she's another healer who early healer that you get Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Dr- uh, Dusel Obsidian, uh, Dusel uh, is uh, in Grado's army, uh, which is helmed by six fearsome generals. Dusel is the longest-serving member. He's a veteran they call the Obsidian. He's an elite warrior who's renowned for his prowess. In fact, he's the one who taught Ephraim, the Prince of Rene, how to use a lance. Dusel is a blue lance cavalry unit wielding Obsidian lance, which grants defense plus three. And if unit is not adjacent to an ally, inflicts attack slash defense minus six on foe during combat, and unit makes a guaranteed follow-up attack. He has a new skill in the A slot called defense slash resistance solo four, where if unit is not adjacent to an ally, grants defense slash resistance plus seven during combat. Rounding out his kit is bonfire as a special, lull attack slash defense three in the B slot, and rouse defense slash resistance three in the C slot. This was... um. This was a character that kind of popped up, as you said, in my playthrough, and he had an he had a really interesting story, and I think it kind of it really cemented the fact that before Lion or Leon had his whole, you know, Sacred Stones dark path uh, where he he did some pretty bad stuff. Um, that whole continent was kind of like at least working together like they had their problems they had their frictions but there was this there was this peace and cooperation going on in that the people you're battling were once your trainers and 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 your friends so it's it was an interesting setup and i think with with dusel and even with selena you're seeing these generals quickly realize like oh we're working for we're working for the wrong side here right um but he had a really cool story now did you get any you didn't get any experience with dusel i I feel like there was this was this map that was both of I us. I think but... he joins me after uh, when the two paths re remerge. He just joins up. Okay, but you actually, you know, fought 
in the thing where he joined fully joined you and why he joined you and all that. But like Dusel and Null just randomly show up on um one random map for mm-hmm. me. He but he had a really me. cool story. I, I think his his story and his reasoning for joining you, like he he always kind of questioned, you know, Leon and 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 the Emperor and stuff and and everything going on in Sacred Stones. But he's he was still loyal until like I think some of the worse bad guys kind of like threw him under the bus and like, nah, he's gonna crack. So we're just gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna turn on him. Yeah, and, the randomly added three dark generals. Yeah, like. Where'd these guys, where'd these clearly evil Fire Emblem characters come from? <laughs> like, oh yeah, one of them was one who had been thrown out of the army for doing evil crap, so it's like... Yeah, bring them back. Bring them all back. We need everyone we can get. Um, I, I think he's, I think he looks really cool. I think his purple hair is uh, fantastic with the, like, sort of streak of, of silver in there, so if you're looking for a purple-haired Lance Cavalry unit, this is your guy. <laughs> with a, with a, a deep and uh, deep storyline so there you go yeah. uh but the moment we've all been waiting for is the fact of this new mythic character book five bring it on yes yes this is where ryan flexes his uh setting up the notes this week and gives me the one with all the tough names yes so i look forward to this hey it's luck uh, of the no. draw man sure sure <laughs> You set up that draw, though. I, I did. I did. I may actually may actually be my turn in our rotation of mythic and legendary heroes, anyway. But oh, I don't know. Um, I didn't really, I didn't really plan it that way. I kind of just, I just went in order. But uh, yeah, that's yeah, a good point. Uh, but here we have our new character, Regan Bearing Hope, the protagonist book for book five, an adopted sister of King Fafnir. Regan joins you at the end of chapter one of book five. And Lake Peony is on the new banner. She is a red sword cavalry astromythic unit with an attack boost. She wields Ling Heather, or Hyther, uh, with which automatically grants her speed plus three and amazing movement by bringing in the Canto skill into Fey, giving her Canto three for the first four turns. Also, on the offense, the, uh, her weapon grants her attack speed plus 6 and a reduction of 30% damage uh, from the foe's first attack. Canto, for those who are new to Fire Emblem or don't remember what uh, it is, it's the ability uh, that many cavalry units have to move after making an action. In the case of Fey, it allows a movement of 3 spaces after an attack, assist skill, or building destruction. Uh, it has a nice, long, complicated explanation that essentially boils down to the movement be limited to the number of spaces indicated by the keyword, three in this case, across terrain that the unit could normally traverse based on its movement speed. So, like, as a cavalry unit, uh, she still can't cross forests. Uh, and even warps cannot be more than three spaces. So skills like... Um, uh, winged Mercy and stuff, you can't move more than three spaces on your Canto movement. Uh, leftover movement before the attack or assist is ignored. If the unit would trigger effects that grant another action after moving, uh, then Canto can trigger again. Uh, this one's a little confusing because it also indicates that it's once per turn. Uh, I'm guessing maybe it just means that like Sing or Dance won't refresh Canto, but a special that or a skill that would activate um, another movement, another turn would, or another 
normal attack will reactivate it. Not sure. That's one we'll have to figure out from experience. Her mythic skill is the Sather Shell, which activates automatically um, by granting a cooldown count minus three to her at the start of turn one. And when it when this special triggers, it grants a boost of 15 damage. It uses the weaker defense skill, whether defense or resistance of the foe. She has no other new skills, but does come with the tier four version of Swiss Sparrow, low speed defense, and panic smoke. Wow. I gave you so, a lot. <laughs> that one. Yeah. A and whole new move. Speaking, and speaking of Reagan, I did actually manage to grab a spare Reagan in the banner while summoning. Nice. Good stuff. Uh, so Reagan is our introduction to book four. And I mean, we're in a talk story. Um, book five, actually. But not I said book four. I'm sorry. Book five. Um, book five. And um, we'll talk story and stuff uh, shortly after these. Yeah. What? Nice enough character. I have issues with it, but okay. Well, we're not moving. We're not moving on that fast. We're gonna. We're gonna talk about it for sure. I was just saying that. I was just giving a preview. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll let you speak in a sec. Uh, I feel like I. I will give you the floor in a moment. This. This should be good. I, all I wanted to say was like, we'll talk about story in just a little bit. But I think as introducing, um, book five, I feel like. First of all, I got to say the mech units that they're in are totally badass. So that's my take on on the mech units. I think they're really cool. Um, I think she looks really cool. And uh, with that, I want to know what your take on this is, because it sounds it sounds like it's not good. Uh, I'm curious. What do you think? Um, I'd rather save that for the book five discussion in a few minutes. Oh, okay. So it's, it's nothing wrong with her and her skills and her set. It's just her character. It's, it's yeah. Well, it's something I'd rather save for when we actually get to the book okay. discussion. Well, we have a few more heroes to talk about. We will save uh, more Regan talk until uh, until until after these two. But let's let's power through these. I want to know, uh, Noel, Darkness Watcher. Noel is a royal mage who serves the Grado Empire. Noel joined uh, Prince Lion in his studies of the Sacred Stone kept by Grado. Does that annoy people that I switch between Leon and Lion all the time? Probably does. Sorry, everybody, but it's spelled with a Y. It's confusing. (laughs) Anyways, uh, it seems that this wasn't just any research, though. What they uncovered would change the fate of the continent as they knew it. As their research progressed, Noel became aware of the true secrets of the Sacred Stone and was thrown into dangerous... Sorry, it was thrown into the dungeons to keep his knowledge from going any further. Noel is a red tome infantry unit wielding Rrrr Fox Plus, uh, which is unlocked at five stars. That's not how it's pronounced, but that's how I'm pronouncing it. Uh, if unit initiates combat, inflicts attack slash speed slash defense slash resistance minus four on foe during combat. Uh, that's actually not a new weapon. Um, I think Hubert has it. Yeah. That's is that his name from I said Hubert out loud. I can't remember who exactly, but yeah, I think so. I'm I'm pretty sure that the Rother Fox uh, line is already in the game, so can't remember who has it. But yeah, I it's a Three Houses character. It is Hubert. Why did I why did I I question that? It's just he doesn't look like a Hubert. That's the problem. You know, maybe, maybe I don't know. No offense to Huberts out there, it just doesn't feel like a Hubert. He feels more creepier than a Hubert, but um. <laughs> 
anyway, Hubert's are nice. I, I, I picture Hubert as just a nice guy. And I don't know. He just, he's so creepy. That not guy. that Hubert, for sure. No, of course not. Uh, shout out to Hubert. I mean, man. Um, okay. Uh, where, what? Oh, right. Uh, no new skills, but, uh, and no new weapon, evidently. But has Luna as a special, unlocks at four star. Mirror Strike 2 in the A slot, which unlocks at five star. And Speed Ploy 3 in the C slot, which unlocks at four star. This unit is obtained through completing the book five quests. You can get two copies by completing those quests. And I just put like a question out there, which I assume the answer is yes. But uh, Noel is most likely joining the normal summoning pool at four stars. Right. I looked it up. He will appear on the legendary banner or at the end of the month or the mythic banner at the end of the month as a three to four star unit. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm guessing he'll just be in the pool after that. But it does not verify 100 percent. Yes or no. so okay so that means like it it it, there's a chance he's going to be a three four star then uh well he is definitely coming back as a three to four star on the legendary or mythic or Mm -hmm. the banner at the end of the month let me pull up the thing it said well as you're doing that i will say this about noel i he is the dark uh mage that you get in sacred stones i quickly recruited him and never really used him so he had an interesting story to him but i just i felt like uh i had I already had enough mages in my rotation did you have... so no darkness watcher will be available in the legendary hero summoning event at the end of this month as a four star or three star hero i'm guessing after that banner he'll just be in the pool but it does not verify 100 percent one way or the other all right, we'll, we'll keep an Just eye on that. The legendary summoning at the end of the month. Cool. All right, one more before you get to your book five rant. What's uh, what's Kalik uh, doing? Kalik Tiger Eye, one of the Dark Generals added to Grado after Vigard act- started acting strange. Kalik joins heroes as a green infantry axe unit. He wields the reprisal reprisal axe plus at five, which at little. He reels through Faisal Axe plus F5 stars, which grants him plus 6 to attack on the defense. As a GHP unit, he does not have any new skills, but he does have Dragon Fang, Guard, and Even Defense Wave, with Even Defense Wave fully unlocked at 4 stars. So. Nice. Yes. I don't know. This creepy, guy sucks. slimy guy, like, drawn to make him look evil, and he lives up to that. Yeah. I mean, would it kill him to just get the size, the shirt size up that he's wearing right now? Like, would it really hurt? I don't know. It just seems like he's he's a he's a big old piece of poo. He's not fun. He's stupid. Uh, but uh, <laughs> he looks like a Fireham Gaston. <laughs> just a little bit. And, you know, I yeah. think I think of Beauty and the Beast. I think of Gaston. I think ah, there we found it. Our Fireham Gaston. That's that's the that's uh, that's where I'm gonna leave it because that's almost not a perfect. Slimy, is it? Yeah. 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 All right. Let's talk about book five. Let's talk about the Fae channel, which starts with the book five reveal, the story, the characters, this this banner we just went through. Now, Eddie, you you stayed strong. You held on to your thoughts. I want to know. So let me know. So what do all the three characters have in common? From Uh, book two through five. They're female. Yep. They're mythic. Well, uh, no, I guess Fionn was was Fiorm legend? It's yeah. essentially that they're female. Okay. You know, and 
also it also this also kind of goes off of uh, I think it was Opera who wanted a nice solid axe unit. And at the end of chapter two, you bump into Odor. I mean, aside from personality, if they just swapped personalities, Odor would have been a nice change of having an actual male protagonist and an axe unit. You know, yet we get another female, you know, yeah. and another sword unit. Yeah. Which, you know, I guess, I guess it's fine. We really need more sword units. We're so short on them in the game. Yeah, I I definitely I hear you on I hear you on that. Like uh, another another sword unit, uh, sword unit mythic is uh, any if you were gonna add any sword units, it's always man we have a lot of sword units, and I think that's the argument for Fire Emblem as a franchise, really. Uh, yeah, and that's why characters like um, Ephraim are so unique and rare. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, with three houses, they just went and did all four ty- all four weapon types, but. Yeah, you know it's so rare to have a sword unit or a lance unit or axe unit as your lore for the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll say, I'll say that, like, yeah, and and the fact that they they are all uh, female is, I think, um, at least they're all they're all different Fire Emblem types of of female characters. You're not getting the same True. one over and over again. Um, I think they've been varied across the board in, in terms of their offering as a as a Fire Emblem character. Um, and the supporting cast and that's been offered has been... Her personality and character isn't really the issue. And that she's a female is not really a giant issue. No, and I, and I understand that. It's and just... I also... I'm, it's not an issue for me either. I think... I think what I was going to say is, like, there are a lot of supporting characters... Um, that they add with these new books, and it and it's also a varied cast of of Fire Emblem characters. From you know, even in book two, you had a you had a very wide you had two feuding families in in book two that had very different Fire Emblem characters across the board. Um, mm-hmm. And and in terms of it being a sword unit, um, I get the frustration, uh, but I also see the uniqueness of of bringing in these like mech suits. Uh, the very Fire Emblem mech suit that kind of reminds me of like a souped up futurist. Like if if Hoshido and Noir just kind of like kept going for thousands of years, I feel like this is what you'd get. You'd or maybe even just a thousand years, you'd get this like weird magic mech unit, right? And I dig that. I get like it being another sword unit is tough, and and they were yeah, gonna... but. I think I didn't have any real issues with it until we get to the end of book two, chapter two. Okay. Part five, when we fight Odor and he's in a ghoul and bursty, he's got an axe. He's in the <laughs> mech unit. He's got an axe. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> it's a male. So if they had given us, if they had swapped personalities for Odor and Regent Regan, we could have gotten Odor as our unit you know yeah and i mean like let's talk about story for a little bit like the book the book starts off with um reagan being on on the enemy's side she's sent to take over asker for uh, the king uh who is her adopted brother or they had he had adopted uh her and Oter. yeah i mean we just know her as brother the initial chapter but we find out early in the second chapter yeah that- uh, Odor and her are 
blood related, but they are not blood related to. Um, I don't know his name. Fafnir. Fafnir. Thank you. Uh, and and I mean, she quickly turns over to your side because she she's like, ah, oh, you know. I don't, and, and that, that felt a bit forced. Like I almost would have rather her been like from the get go, like, Hey, I want to work with you guys because clearly we're doing some bad stuff here, but she like, she has to be battled for four turns until the fifth map when it's like, no, but really we, I guess we could work together. And then she's, there's this quick turn of events where she is struggling to, she's holding Mac. She doesn't want to take over Asker, but she quickly turns turns teams right and i i can kind of see what you're saying there or trying to say there but it also kind of felt not as forced to me Hmm. it felt like you know she loves fafnir for what he and has done with them with her and odor when they were younger uh which she tells us about and she's trying to follow what he has i'm guessing most other countries have buckled easily and this is the first country they've had any issues with. And she finds out, you know, and upon realizing we really are good people with Alphonse, despite fighting her, caring for her, you know, worrying about her. She, you know, finally admits, like she tells Odor, she's tired of just constantly conquering other countries and ignoring the people within Nidavellir. Mm-hmm. Um you know, ignoring the people while the people at home suffer. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I yeah, I, I get she's she's come to this point where she's like done deal done being on the on the wrong side here, which is which is yeah. admirable. Uh, it, there's and clearly it's, it's not like Fafnir is actually a bad guy because as the movie showed, it's a curse of the crown, or the crown connects him to something that seems to be controlling him. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's what I got from the video. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of like evil crown make me do this type. <laughs> like, I don't understand. I don't, I'm, I'm not, not saying I'm a fan of that. Story no, I know. Trope, I'm not necessarily but... blaming you for the story. I just, I think it's a, it's a weird foot to put forward of like, yeah, it was the crown the whole time. So I'm hoping because because these first two chapters do progress quite quickly. Like you confront the brother. You're going to the um, uh, forest sage or whatever, and uh, and and clearly your brother has has been inf- not your brother, but uh, Oter has been in- infected in some way, and is very much bought into this uh, into Fafnir's sort of reign of terror. Fafnir is the infected one with the crown we see in the movie. I don't know if Oter has something yeah. going on either, but clearly someone's it pulling feels strings. like odor odor's more a case of such a worship of fafnir mm-hmm. that he's willing to do whatever fafnir says or does or you know yeah it, it's by choice that he's doing it but he is kind of just following fafnir where fafnir leads type thing yeah yeah so i'm i'm guessing this this whole this whole book will will kind of progress in a way where we we do attempt to uh, uh, try to try to take on Fafnir, but we'll quickly learn there's more to it. I mean, we are already like our characters are already questioning why someone's loving brother would suddenly turn to conquering the world, and it yeah, all starting I mean, once he became king, right? There's there's some dots yeah, there. Yeah, like I said, it seems like the cursed crown or whatever the thing 
around his head is type thing. And while it's not a great trope, and maybe there's something more behind it, I mean, just what they're saying of how he was before he became king kind of suggests, strongly suggests it's a cursed crown. And maybe maybe we'll defeat and free Fafnir by book chapter seven and find a new big bad behind it who was controlling the crown, you know? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I hope that this book progresses a little quicker than than book four did and a little more excitingly if that's i mean book four was kind of like it was like it was kind of all hold plateau. my breath on that but no i know i know and as two lords without swords would say this is a mobile game story don't get don't definitely don't hold your breath but all right it's also if nothing else they've committed to the 13 chapters per book in um one uh one a month pretty much yeah yeah, that's not a lot for a whole year. Thirteen chapters of story. Now that you kind of throw it out there and line it all up, I don't know, man. But uh, yeah, so we'll continue to follow book five as it continues to evolve. I mean, hey, Max, thumbs up. Uh, the key art for this yes. book looks amazing. Um, there's some characters in there we don't know who they are. Um, specifically, the two women at the top. I mean, maybe Guessing they're Valkyries. one of them is. Aitri or Aitri that we mentioned, but I could be wrong. They might be Valkyries. Okay. You mean like one of the forest sage? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The forest sage spirit that we're heading towards. I'm guessing that's one of the two that... Uh, either that or she's the wizard lady in the splash art. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. There's like... A lot of people were saying the wizard lady kind of looks a little like Sharina. But again, like we already had the... Sharina has a long lost... <laughs> twin friend that will never be resolved so i don't think unless she turns into a wizard (laughs) i don't i don't know it looks like her but the yeah you can see it does kind of look like her but yeah it might not be her uh but anyway if if it's not her she's not in the art anywhere so maybe but maybe if you've ever wanted sharina to be a wizard now's your book um in the in the Faye channel, we also got some uh, some more updates. So as part of the version update 5.0 that hit. Before we hop into that, quick summoning update. I did end up sparking and choosing to get Selena, and then I decided to do one extra round and got another Selena. There you go. Karma <laughs> or not karma? Just uh... I haven't decided. I'm doing a little more summoning. I haven't decided how far I'm going to go till I stop, but. Nice. Well, hopefully, it sounds like you've got your Selena already sorted, so twice. Yeah, of course, I didn't get anyone before the thing, and I'm like, I'm not even certain whichever one I choose, I'm going to get, like, pretty short after, and very next summon was the same exact person I had just gotten. Nice. Uh, before you talk about the version update, though, I I, I see here in, in our, uh, in the Serene's Forest post for the Fae channel, um, you've got the, you know, the, the Book 5 celebration, um there's a login bonus up to 20 orbs uh there's quests rewarding up to a thousand ether stones which are going to get you some some uh some cool items in ether raids which then there's some updates there that eddie's going to talk about uh these uh three new bonus structures which are effectless effects effectless structures themed after book five those are the ones you can get with the special thousand ether stones um you get a castle design a mechanical castle which i think is great cool freebie definitely activate it and uh also as we mentioned you get regan uh 
for just completing the quests. So Eddie, what do we got for the version update and a lot of Ether Raid stuff? Yeah, uh, we got a bunch of updates for, like you said, Ether Raids. Uh, some changes into calculations uh, with some rule updates. Essentially, the base value for lift. Uh, increase on offense successes and defense losses is going from 80 to 100. They've added another tier of ether raids. Uh, the weekly bonus heroes uh, will include one bonus mythic hero when deployed, uh, and that will bring a bonus effect. If you have uh, deployed a mythic hero that's a bonus mythic, then if you sustain a casualty, you will not receive a deduction if one of your allies were to fall of negative 20, you will effectively given, be given one death allowance and receive full points. Uh, on defense, you'll lose 24 fewer points with a bonus mythic deployed. Adding a mythic, uh, we also got a new mythic effect. Uh, when you add a mythic hero of a bonus type, starting with Regan, and I think it's only new mythics. It could be all of them, but I think it's only the newer ones, such as Reagan. Uh, it will allow you to add a sixth unit to your deployment. But that unit must be another mythic of the current season or a hero with a blessing that is appropriate for the current season, mythic or legendary. So. Mm. And there is no change to the lift value with the sixth unit. I when I watched that update I was kind of like that's interesting and and will will cause people to try to try to take more advantage of the mythic effects. Which is I mean kind of what they're aiming for with it. Yeah, it almost feels required too like if you're going to have if you got five heroes going up against six like well you're you're going to need to do this but it also is interesting that you're at, you're, you're obviously adding develop your the development of this feature is added later on so that nobody complains well i don't have enough mythic heroes it's like well if you've been playing for the last two years you've got a you must have a good collection at this point so the addition won't spark i think that criticism less i mean as far as i'm aware a starting player will get three mythic heroes Mm -hmm. and one legendary hero right away yeah as long as they go do the first chapter of each book yeah I mean, so by that logic, it's it's kind of it's kind of a fine addition and and gives you more to play with in Ether raids. I don't think it's going to change my opinion of the of the round. I need to go in and update my team, so there's like some bonus characters in there, but it might actually actually cause me to go in and actually properly set up my teams. I don't I don't know, but um, I'm actually more excited about the summoning updates, though, to be honest. Speaking of those summons, summoning updates, uh, from now on, um, the five-star f- uh, bonus and uh, the f- bonus, blah, 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 blah. the five-star bonuses will be displayed on your summoning screen at the bottom of the screen in your little summoning box. Uh, this shows both the five-star focus summoning rate and the five-star summoning rate. Um, so, and that will update. As you hit the update point, uh, and now if you have essentially if you have a summon uh, rate of four percent or more, or over four percent, you will not lose all that summoning rate when you get a pity break. Uh, so if you have a four point two five percent and then you summon a non-focus hero, 
it will only drop by what they calculate as a 2% max or 1% from each of the summoning rates to 3.25 instead of all the way back down to 3.0. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will not go below the base of 3.0. So if you're only at like 3.25 or 4.0, it will only go down, it'll go back down to 3. But nice little thing. So when you get pity broken after, you know, getting that summon rate up to 5.0 because you've had such horrible luck, you actually will uh, not lose all of it yeah. if you get pity broken. That feels um, feels like a step in the right direction. And uh, when they announced this, it kind of felt kind of felt like, oh wow, um, they are actually looking at the pity rate and giving us a little bit. I was actually surprised to see like when they when they started talking about the summoning screen updates. And the summoning experience updates, I'm like, wow, they're actually doing something with this? Because this is their bread and butter, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I know it's not I know it's not a lot or everything, but um it's still something, right? So Yeah. Yeah. I I, I think it's a I think it's a good move. And you're right, like when you get a high uh a really high percentage rate and then you 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 get that pity break, it feels terrible it if it weren't for doing this show it would kind of feel like i need a break from this game mm-hmm. and um and still won't feel amazing but no. it won't be as bad anymore it it certainly won't be as bad but you're right it's not it's not something that's going to make you feel rosy about getting a pity break but uh yeah no it's, it's a good change and the last tease we got in the fade channel was the fact that the winter festival heroes are coming in mid-december and uh, the big, the, there was no actual heroes revealed, although I would imagine one or two of them are for are from Three Houses. Uh, but uh, they are bringing the Spark system to this special heroes banner, uh, and you'll be able to Spark at least th- up to three times. Um, now, this doesn't necessarily confirm that the Spark system is coming to special hero banners, but I hope it's a good sign, at least. I really want the Spark system in the in, in at least on all banners. Or sorry, at least on the new and special and mythic banners. I think that would be uh, I don't think we're definitely not soon, I don't think ever gonna get mythic. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. But you know what? If I but say I would it like there... it on the new and special summoning heroes. Re- reruns I'm okay with it not being on. Although the reruns that they are putting it on is nice but like the skill banners and the you know yeah uh revival banners it's it would be nice but it's like you know i'm not gonna die on that to five star this one i'm not that desperate for that thing so Mm -hmm. yeah i i want to i definitely want to see it added to the special heroes but i'm not gonna lose sleep if they don't if they refuse to put it on every banner but at least new heroes and special heroes, and I think this is a good sign, whether it's just an early Christmas present or them testing the waters. I don't necessarily want to say to everyone, go out and spark, but guys, listeners, we should probably go out and spark at least once on the Christmas banner to show IS that we're willing to support this change. I don't know. I don't know if they see the data, so... I think if everyone at least sparks, they, uh, I don't know. I've got enough orbs to spark for that banner. So I'm, that's my plan. Maybe not three times, but (laughs) definitely once. I don't know. 
but uh, yeah, it's exciting, uh, exciting changes. And we will certainly be talking about the Christmas, uh, the winter heroes soon enough. But uh, before we jump out of the show completely, we are going to quickly head to the Outround Gate to talk about the fact that they uh, they came out with that uh, that uh, Shadow Dragon and the Blade of Light plus Collector's Edition. It's now available, Eddie, and you and I both have it, but yep. we have not played it. Nope, I haven't even downloaded with my code the game yeah. version of it. Yeah, so Heck, I haven't even opened up the art book yet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're we are really great Fire Emblem fans, but to our I think we both had a lot of stuff going on. Like you were you were out of town and I uh I didn't receive my package until actually today and I didn't get a chance to open everything. But uh we'll probably have more thoughts next episode. Uh I did manage to download the code, so yes, the collector's edition comes with a code that you have to download, but honestly, I really don't feel like putting in a cart every time I want to play this game because it is it is a re- it is a port and slight feature upgrade, including the English language. Uh, not that that is a feature upgrade. It is for us because we don't speak Japanese. Um, but you can play through Sh- uh, Shadow Dragon and the Blade of Light, completely localized. Um, and the Collector's Edition, I can't believe it took someone buying it to confirm it. But that NES cart that is like solid glass or, or hard plastic... It's amazing. It looks really cool too, and it's heavy. I feel like it's got to be glass or crystal. Yeah, I mean, it's the feeling of it, but it's nice and heavy. Yeah, it's nice and heavy. Uh, it comes with a old school NES instruction booklet, which I mean, if you, there are people out there playing games now that don't even know what instruction instruction booklets are. Uh, the whole cartridge, uh, the whole mock cartridge comes like a classic NES game in a little box with. The instruction booklet, a uh, map, and the game cartridge in it. Yeah, and I mean, I'll say this: I know I'm I'm old enough to have experienced the NES, but I don't recall the experience of opening NES NES games fresh. Right. So when I opened up this collector's edition and saw the box, that was like that was essentially a new experience, or maybe reliving an experience that I may have had like at a young young age. Uh, I remember playing the games. I don't remember opening them. Um, I always yeah, felt like same we here. I don't really remember opening them either. Yeah, it's but, been so long. But I have seen the boxes, so the boxes definitely fit, and it's very much. Um, I get the sense that this is more stylized from the Japanese release, since it is a Japanese uh, only game, and uh, comes with an instruction booklet, a map, a fold-out map, and then like a poster Nintendo Power thing. And I do remember Nintendo Power, and I get a strong sense of nostalgia from that poster and just the limited writing they put on the inside. Um, But like you, I have not cracked the art book yet. It's still in its cellophane. I I need to get around to that. Um, I am looking forward to going through that because I think from a Fire Emblem experience, the Arcanea region has been the most explored through various games over the decades of this franchise so kind of hoping maybe the art book kind of delves into the connections a little bit but honestly if it's just like really cool looking nes concept art i am totally down for that um but yeah it's a it's a really good collector's edition and um if if you didn't get your hands on it i mean hopefully it's still available where you can find it or if they do a restock but i know this one was a little bit more rare and a little more sought after than the uh the game and watch uh one mm-hmm. that nintendo put out and if you 
didn't get it, you can still get the actual game with the uh, modern upgrades kind of thing uh, from eShop for seven bucks. Yeah. Six ninety yeah. nine US. Which is nice. It's nice that you can still get the game. If, if you're not interested in the collector's edition, you can get the game. And I mean, I don't. I definitely plan on playing it before our next episode. I don't I don't see myself finishing the game anytime soon, but I'm looking forward to to going in. I was more buying it for the collector's edition because I honestly, outside of a couple of Fire Emblem amiibos, I don't have a lot of Fire Emblem stuff. So this is kind of the first Fire Emblem addition to my like cut sort of collector's stuff. Like I got a lot of Halo, I got a lot of Nintendo, a lot of Zelda, a lot of Mario, but... Uh, this is the first big Fire Emblem edition, and I'm kind of stoked to find a spot for it on my on my gaming shelf. Um, yeah. So, uh, any other any other thoughts on your? Are you looking forward to setting up your your TV and your new in your new NES game that you got? <laughs> well, the TV, yes, but the NES game, I'll download it. I'll probably fiddle around with it because it's cool to actually see it as it originally was with mm-hmm. all the eight bit graphics and everything. Um, but we have sort of played through it with the um, Shadow Dragon remake. So right. it'll be interesting to see what differences there are between the two. That's so. a good point. So we did play the remake. Um, my question was always this, like, is the remake, I know the remake was like not half a game, but it was part of a, there was a sequel that never came out. Is that sequel part of the NES game or are we just getting Shadow, we're just getting Shadow Dragon, right? So. That sequel, um, as a remake, was a separate thing. But like, essentially, what happened is they re- released Fire Emblem, this mm-hmm. game, exactly as it was. Which, from what you're saying, this game is exactly as it was, minus the out of game things that you can now do, uh, kind of console thing they have started allowing you to do in old remakes. Um, then they released Gaiden. And then they released the third Fire Emblem game, Mystery of the Emblem, which had book one, which was a retelling of this game. Uh, Some characters, like uh, Riss, were cut out, uh, and he was replaced by a potion, which is where the (laughs) Riss holding the potion comes from in Fae. Okay. Um, And after book one, it went on to book two. And I think. Uh, Chris was introduced into all of this. I could be wrong. Chris might have only appeared in the second half in book two. Um, But then book two was a continuation of the story. So when they redid Shadow Dragon, they redid FE1. And when they redid, when they did New Mystery of the Emblem, they only took book two from that one added back in characters like Riss, as well as adding new characters like they did for this one. Uh, I could be wrong. Maybe Riss didn't even, or Chris didn't even appear until New Mystery, but... Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah. So, uh... It, it's a weird, complicated thing. And I mean, probably why they waited this long to try to bring it over to, over to the States, but, uh... Yeah, yeah, it's uh I'm looking forward to playing it. I'm looking forward to experiencing the NES uh sort of aesthetic of it. And uh we will report back uh in the future, but uh 
Uh, for Game Club, we are not going to be talking about Game Club. It's been a busy weekend, and we had a lot of Book 5 to talk about. So we will be back next episode with Game Club. With me having been out of town, I haven't had a chance because my Wii U didn't come with me. Uh, I haven't had a chance to do the next chapter. True. And it's all good because I think we had tons to talk about, and next week we'll need some filler because a new book usually kind of sucks the air to the room, and I don't, I'm don't. i not mm-hmm. totally sure if we'll have our Winter Heroes, but... Uh, we will be doing Game Club next episode. We're going to be talking about um, continuing Lin's Root and Blazing Blade. We're going to talk about 7X and maybe Chapter 8. I think we're going to try to do both to kind of keep on top of it before the end of the year. But uh, look forward to that in the next episode. Uh, before we go, one last update on the summoning. I did get another Selena and another um, Reagan. Wow. Probably winding down here. Next time I lose my pity rate, I will probably be done and give up on Dussel, but there you go well you're short of Dussel, but you got plenty of reagans and plenty of selenas so yeah that's a that's a good army there uh speaking of a good army extra life is here we are supporting extra life through um your donations uh, and we are going to play three houses game club in 2021 and we're letting you choose which house we play uh right now verdant wind is in the lead with eight votes crimson flowers shortly behind with five uh, all of this is in support of Children's Miracle Network hospitals around the world, and anyone who donates $10 or more will be able to vote for their preferred three houses route for our first 2021 game club. So if you vote, if you donate $30, you get three votes, and you can help tie up Crimson Flower or give give another house uh, a shot. All of it goes to support charity, and donations close on December 31st. So our first episode of 2021, we will confirm the winner, and you can go to bit.ly slash extra life Ryan to donate. That is going to do it for this episode. You can visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash Faye. Email the show, Faye at gamersinpodcast.com. Check out the Fire Emblem channel and the Gamers In Discord at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. You can follow us on Twitter. You can find me at R Murphy, Eddie at Drawfear, and don't forget to follow at the Gamers In for show updates. Be sure to check out serenesforce.net, our go-to resource for Fire Emblem news and information. It's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week and happy summoning. <laughs>